and welcome to this week's One Shot. We are reviewing, recapping, whatever you want to call it. We are doing a one shot for Jack Reacher. Reacher. Jack Reacher or just Reacher? It's just Reacher. Reacher. Mate. Just Reacher. Just Reacher. Stuff Jack. Just Reacher. Reacher available on Amazon Prime now. That's our way of saying if you haven't seen this yet, go watch it. Yeah. Stop listening. Go watch Reacher. You're about to get spoilers. To be fair, you're getting spoilers of a show based on a book from 1997. Yep. So if you've dodged these spoilers this whole time. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. Um, go watch it now. That's I'm um, that's one more warning right there. Go watch it. Because this show is And just so you know, just so just to clarify, it's not the we're not doing it on the Tom Cruise ones. No. Dude, I've actually so we've watched this I knocked it over in about a weekend and a bit. Yep. Because you just keep going with it. Like, it's great. Yes. But I still had about two episodes to go when I went back to work on Monday. Yep. And I just wanted to talk to people about it. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, this is awesome. This is good. What Are you watching this yet? And everyone I spoke to was like, yeah, I've seen Reacher. I've seen... I'm like, no, have you? Because like, did you? Or are you talking about Tom Cruise? You're talking about Tom like, Cruise. You haven't seen it. And a lot of people did not even know this was out. No. You know, um... Tuesday rolls around and one of the dudes from work I told to watch it comes back and he's like, look, I didn't want to like it because you're hyping it up a bit. <laughs> he's like, but I finished watching the third episode just after midnight and I would have kept watching it if I didn't have work in the morning. <laughs> like yeah. It's, you know, guys, that's us preambling enough. If you are still listening, here you are, you're about to hear our thoughts on Reacher and, and hopefully you agree with them, disagree with them, whatever you do, let us know afterwards because we'd love to have a conversation with you um, because I want to talk to people at this show. Yes. What about you, man? I, I loved it. So where we're both coming from here is you're a massive Tom Cruise fan. Yes. So you saw the originals. Yes. How much did you know about the books? Oh, I knew about the character, not much about the books though, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I didn't know much about the character. I hadn't actually seen the Tom Cruise Reacher movies. Just didn't get across them. Um, after watching the series, I am now about two-thirds of the way through the book. Yep. <laughs> it's based on, and I will be reading all these books. Um, it's awesome. He is it's awesome. so good. Adam Richardson, firstly. Oh, I just meant Jack Reacher. Alan Richardson was brilliant. <laughs> he no, uh, no, there's not, there's brilliant, and then there's perfect. He is perfect. Look, when I was describing this to the bloke I recommended it to on that first day, I said, "It's like if John Wick was taking on hillbillies." Oh, I think Reacher would beat Wick. You reckon? I think he'd outsmart him. Wick, Wick's good got- with guns and fighting, but Reacher's very smart. Very, very smart. But Reacher's got pure power on his side as well. That like just that pure too. power. He'd put Wick All through right. a wall. We're gonna <laughs> let's just break this down. Firstly, man, as a full-on series, how's this rating? Overall, wait, we use IMDb rating, by the way, yep. not um, Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic no. or anything like that. We're on IMDb. IMDb has so it, it's ratings got too. thirty-nine. No, yeah, thirty-nine thousand reviews. Nice. And it's sitting at an 8.4 out of 10. For an entire series. For an entire series. 
no wonder this has been renewed for season two already. Now let's break down. We got you've got eight eps. This also got renewed for season two, a day after it dropped. Yes, like that's awesome. Now we've got eight eps. We're sitting at Welcome to Margrave eight point six, First Dance eight point five, Spoonful eight point four, In a Tree eight point six. No apologies eight point six. Uh, Papier, 8.7. Then you've got the classic Reacher Said Nothing, 8.9. And then we've got Pi to finish it off with an 8.8. Now, basic synopsis. And this is, I read this synopsis. I was like, there's going to be more than this. And then I, I want to go with it because this is the best synopsis I read. Jack Reacher was arrested for murder and now the police need his help. I love it. Yes. <laughs> like, yes that that's... Reacher Said Nothing. Exactly how <laughs> it's it is. It's perfect. That is perfect. But let's get into this a bit further, man. Let's do this. So first episode, we... Oh, we jump the episodes of characters. Look, I want to jump. I do want to say Alan Richardson. I think because we've got eight eps, it's going to be too hard to break down each ep. Yeah, let's just go storyline. At a time. so it, Basic it, storyline. Break it down to movie style. Yeah. Which is essentially what this was. It was. And you just you just got awesome character development through the whole thing. Like and I don't think there I'm, was a character I didn't like. Oh, no. Like, even and the bad guys. I'm, reading the book as well, it does feel like they've just faithfully adapted this book, which for an audio book, I think takes about 15 hours to get through. Yep. So they've just split that perfectly into, into a series here. Yeah. You know, made the little cuts where they have to. And it's one of the things where you're like, and they've just cut it. They've obviously, broke, they've obviously cut a little bit more out because they've busted it down to eight hours instead of, cause I'm pretty sure every app was about an hour, about 50 some yeah, minutes. But also, You've got to remember in an audio book or even a book when you're reading it, you have a lot you're of reading. getting a lot of explanation. That's on right. What's going through the character's head. Yep. Where this, Alan Richardson can just sum up in a look. You can see it. That yeah. that little grin. In saying that though, what's cool is that, and I'm, I'm going to say this straight away, guys, read the books because I'm loving the books as well. Um, seeing the difference between it as well. So in the first episode, he's sitting in a diner. About to have his pie and the police come in. He's peach pie. Peach pie. Peach Let's pie. not forget about that because that, that, that peach pie is a character in itself. It is. It shows up several times in this show. He puts down his spoon and puts his hands on the table to show that he's not a threat. Yep. Now, as the police come in, they flank him. He slides out of the booth. They take him outside. That is... Now, who was that? That was Stevenson and Officer Baker, wasn't it? That was Stevenson, Stevenson and, Baker and Baker. That's right. They came in now, and arrested him. I think Baker had a shotgun pointed at him. Yes, this is what I want to get at. So in the book, you hear Reacher going through everything here. He says, they've come screaming into the car park. They're obviously after me because there's no one else in here that approached that way. Yep. He goes, the guy with the shotgun is standing close range. Because if he stands further away, his spray could kill other people in here and not just me. Yep. He's like, so they're well trained because he's standing close. Is that the guy with the revolver is covering me from further away because he's more accurate? Yep. So he's breaking down all of that in the book for you as well. Yeah. You know, and that's why, like I said, the book goes for 15 hours, whereas this is only eight. Eight, because those two scenes have so much more information in the book, but you still see a glimpse of that. In. You see him reading people, and I, I, that's what I loved about this show. You you do see that, and you don't get any 
narration for it either. You just see him no. looking people up and down, looking around, working out what's going on, subtle but movements. Also, you do have and... those moments where he does explain stuff. Like oh, yeah, he, no, he yeah. He explains um, how the... Uh, what's the Finley? Oh, I, I know that you've given up smoking recently. All that kind of stuff. Oh, I love when he did that, the whole breaking stuff down. Yeah. That was so good. And his guess between... It was a 50-50 chance you were either divorced or she died. Yeah. And he went with divorce. Yeah. I knew no, he obviously. was lying. Yeah. I said I said to the missus when we watched it, I said, she's, she's, she's passed. Now, in the book, this is a bit of a change, I think, because I think she's actually divorced him. Oh, okay. In the book. Um, anyway, I'm going to do that a little bit through here because there are a few changes between the book and the TV show, which I think has made the TV show better. And that's one for me. Yeah. Because it gave Finley a lot more of a characterized hook. Finley was awesome. Finley was incredible. And then the music that they gave him as well to go with the tweed jacket and stuff, yeah. like expanding on that a little bit. Like Finley, so that was Mal- Malcolm Goodwin. Yep. It was fantastic. Um, so we get, all right, so let's just talk about it. Richie gets arrested for, for murder because they found a body. He's the new guy. They saw him walking past where the body was essentially in the morning. They've arrested him. He's actually a military police officer who has investigated homicide, AWOL, all that kind of stuff. So he calmly explains to them how he can't be the murderer because the timelines don't match up. They're pretty suspicious they take him into prison anyway. They've zip-tied him. How great was that? <laughs> they Did that ha- give you a Superman feel? They didn't have cuffs big enough yeah. <laughs> for him. So that wasn't in the book. And I loved it. It's just awesome. And then he just goes, they're like, oh, go and get the box cutters. Cut him out. He's like, I've got this. Just rip. Yeah. And he's out. <laughs> and I love that it wasn't easy. No. Like he did have to put a fair bit in. Which that. means that they were real thick zip ties. They would have made a little cut across it. I don't know if they would have. I reckon Richardson's just that big that he could just do that. Like that's they would have had to. But he is big, by the way. Like this dude is massive. He gained thirty pounds for this role. I believe. Now that you because think that's thirty he was pounds already huge. Yeah, well that's thirty pounds on top of what he looked like as Hawk. Mm. So he's as big as Hawk. Now, 30 pounds, I looked it up the other day just to get me head across it, is 13 kilos. kilos. Is it? Yeah. 13 point something kilos. He's getting, Now, that's 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 an effort. Can I just say, I think it's all in his neck and forearms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's his forearms. It's his biceps. His yeah. biceps are bigger than my head. Oh, man. Look, that's probably... I'm going to say that's enough crushing on Richardson, but I think it's going to happen more. You can't... Is, is, there's no such thing. He's a perfect man. It's literally, <laughs> it's the same as Henry Cavill. You know how like, all right, so we're talking about Legends of Tomorrow a little while ago about how every female character fell in love with Sarah Lance and you're like, yeah, yeah. not every lesbian is attracted to every lesbian. I believe that every female Jack Reacher comes in contact with will fall in love with him. They do. I just believe that because I would fall in love with him. Except, <laughs> except Neagley. Yeah, who has a different kind of love for him, I think. Yeah, and she's amazing as well. That's what I mean. Like Every character in this show, I can't fault any of them. Mm. They are all good. Oh, man. On a scale from 1 to 10, how much do you love Roscoe? Oh, yeah. 
it's sitting <laughs> it's sitting at about an eight nine. <laughs> she's yeah, amazing. She's pretty good. Um, I, we're going to get to her because there's huge differences between her in the book and her in the series, and her in this series is so much better. Like it's they've done her well. Um, played by Willa Fitzgerald. Yep. Smash. She it. was brilliant. Smash. Absolutely it. brilliant. Um, so Reacher. Hubble Hubble gets taken in as well. They find his number in the boot. The dead guy's shoe. Yep. I love how they didn't think to call it. Until Reacher's like, if you just try calling it. <laughs> this is um once again where your books kind of differ as well. Because the books were written in nineteen ninety seven. So your technology and forensic ability has changed dramatically. Massively improved. So a bunch of stuff like just not everyone having mobile phones back then isn't something you'd think of now, you know? So they have to like change a bit of that stuff, which is really cool. Um, made it for the better, I think, obviously. Mm. I'd rather that than if they'd gone, okay, well, let's set this in 1997, you know? Yep. Doing it now, I think, grounds it more as well. So then we get to see Reacher go to prison. He's pissed off about it. He just wants to tourist, have a tourist day in this town. Ends up going to prison. And that's our first big Reacher fight scene that we see. And isn't it amazing? Oh, man. Okay, so they get put in. If you guys knew how this was about to go down, you'd leave now. So they go into oh. maximum security instead of the holding cells. Yep. Which is, they were set for a hit. The hit is supposed to be on Hubble. Reacher feels like they come for him. Now, this is another change from the book because in the book, this is a full black gang that comes into this cell. Oh. Um, they call themselves the Red Boys. They wear a little bit of red. Okay. And in this jail there's like an a race war going on essentially i mean not that it really matters because they're still all going to get their ass kicked yeah but (laughs) it doesn't matter what race you are you're 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 gonna get flogged it plays out a little different in the book though but what's cool is that you see the way reacher goes at this guy with the countdown you know i'm gonna give you guys the count of three yeah never gets to three ever no starts on (laughs) two but he explains in the book that he was trained by people that taught him that you have to cheat to win. Fair enough. In that situation, and he goes, and the reason I was told that is because the guys who didn't cheat weren't alive to teach me. Yeah, wow. And you're like, all right, well, that that's makes a fair perfect lesson. Sense. That's a fair lesson. Starts going at this guy with his elbow. All right? And well, did he headbutt him first in the in the? Oh, he, had, he headbutts everyone. Yeah. So he leads with a headbutt like a right cross. Yeah. So <laughs> what we get told in the book is that he always leads with a headbutt because it's the most solid part of your body. Yep. And no one expects it. Yeah. All right. So he goes, you always lead with a headbutt and then he throws elbows because he always tries to avoid using his fists. But not only that, using elbows is very, very smart as well because the amount of power you can get from an elbow and force hit is people 
that don't know how to fight are going to be using a whole length of an arm to do the same thing. Mm. Now, if he's that close to hit you with an elbow, you can't, can't throw, swing. you can't swing a big hit because you're going to miss. What he explained in the book that I loved, though, is he says you can break bones in your hands by punching people. Yes. He goes, you don't break your elbow. No. He's like, so I put that guy in the hospital with my hands and I'm in the hospital next to him. Yeah. Because I'm getting my hands fixed. He goes, I never use my hands because I need them tactically. And if you look at the way he does hit people with his hands, they're big back fists. Yeah. Like they're not, it's not a straight shot it's where never you, can break, that can you can break a bone or a knuckle or something like that. It's just a big backhand, just whack. So what I or, love here is that if you've read the book, you see him doing this and you say, that's amazing. But if you haven't, they're still having him do it. Yeah. So you can peel the put the pieces together in your own head being like, well, he never hits anyone with his hands. Or a slap. Yeah. That, that slap was, was the greatest thing I think I've seen <laughs> for a hit ever. That was so good. Oh, it was a good slap. Just good slap. wallop. Right. So takes out these guys, takes the glasses off one of them, keeps the glasses. This plays into fact later because when the guys walk into the shower, they've been told to kill the bloke with the glasses. Paul's glasses have been destroyed. Yep. Good old Hubble. Which is wearing one of these red boys glasses. Like I said, this is where the books differ a little bit because those guys who come into the bathroom are Aryan brothers. Yeah. In the book. And that's how he doesn't get any heat on him for killing them. So all Peacemaker's dad's mates. Yeah, because he, he obviously kills two of them massively and just another two. But in the book, as he finishes up, Spivey comes to grab him. But the red boys, like the guys who he assaulted in his room earlier, run in and tell him to go. Yeah. Because they want to take credit for killing those Aryan brothers. Yep. So it's like he was never there. And that's kind of how he gets away with murder, essentially. Where in any real kind of world, you've just killed someone in prison, doesn't matter why you're, you're getting in time. Mm. You know, you've just had your charges upgraded from possible murder to murder. You've killed someone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I love that they did that in the book. In this series, they kind of glossed over that, but you didn't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't need to get bogged down into a white versus black race war essentially because there's not enough time to get into that kind of stuff and do it right. No, not at all. Um, what we end up with is Reacher and Paul Hubble having a bit of a heart to heart where Hubble's trying to confide in him and Reacher just wants to get out of there. Which he kind of regrets later. Because if he had sat there and actually let Hubble talk to him, he'd have pieced together all his information so much faster. Yeah. You know, he would have known about the money earlier, about who was connected, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, gets out. Roscoe's already there to pick him up. Of course she is. She's seen him. You'd stick around him, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. Um, their relationship growing in this was uh, at a better pace than the books 
So in the books, they were pretty much banged together, sleeping together straight away. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, they really paced it out in the series. I think it's better for it because it felt earned. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the whole time they were together, it felt like Roscoe wanted more. Like even I think early on, she just walks out in her underwear. Yep. Just like a shirt and underwear. And you're like, you're trying something here, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he sleeps on the floor. There's, yeah, you feel like there's more there from Roscoe and you feel like there's not as much from him. And the biggest reason for that is obviously because we finished this first episode learning that the person who was killed was his brother, Joe. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. That was, and so well done with him reading it on the facts. Yeah. And he and knew straight away, like he he was putting the pieces together, like he's got a scar on the wrist and all mm. this. And he's like, I gave him that scar. Yeah, got this surgery in Germany. Yeah. Recent. Oh man, that was, that was heartbreaking to watch. But once again, so well done by Alan Richardson because you could easily come into this role just being like, I'm just this big, strong guy who says not much. Yeah. But what he conveys with his eyes and his his actions are just so far and above what I think an ordinary person would come in and do. He's giving the character a lot of depth and that's why I think lends so much to this series. Reacher says nothing. <laughs> that's what Which it is. we know from Alan Richardson. He was campaigning for him to say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> just wanted no lines. Um, right. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much what we got from the first episode, right? Yeah. You got introduced to all the characters. You had everything go through there. Um, I think the next episode is where we get Chief Morrison killed. Yeah, I think that, so. I'd so say they all blend together for me. Yeah. So we'll keep it all blended, I reckon, because once the Chief of Police goes down, everything kind of takes into a new gear, gear because you get Teal come take over. What do you think of Teal? Teal? Mayor Teal? Came mm. in as a police commissioner? Mm. He's, he was dodgy from the get-go. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That, that like, yeah, I saw that a mile away, that. I'm like, you're bad. Because you, you don't cast Bruce McGill as a good guy. No, especially Southern. <laughs> Bruce McGill is always a bad guy. So as yeah. soon as he showed up, like, hey, it's a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> you just knew it was a bad guy. Straight <laughs> away. Right there. Same um, as when it was like um, KJ shows up for the first time. Like, you're a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good bad guy, though. Very, yeah, very creepy towards the end there. Mm. Reminded me, gave me very bullseye vibes. Yeah, I see that. Just like very creepy and methodical mm. yeah definitely um the, we're forgetting the first flashback though yeah so the first black flashback where we see danger will robinson we see will robinson <laughs> in action here which was pretty good because well no we never really see is, him in action no we don't but if you saw um lost in space you saw um, the actor that plays Will Robinson go through a massive growth spurt. Mm -hmm. Like this guy <laughs> shot up. And what's great is from seeing that, 
you can definitely see him as Reacher when he gets older. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a stretch at all. You could call him see. Stretch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he so went, that whoop. was um, Maxwell Jenkins. Maxwell Jenkins, yes. I think plays young, young Reacher. His brother, Gavin White. Uh, young Joe. Old Joe. Both of them very, very solid together. Um, actually, we should jump into the next person who showed up on this one. Hubble's wife. Lana. <laughs> Kristen Kruick. Lana. How old did that make you feel? She hasn't aged. That Kristen Krug is now playing a mother of she's two? She just hasn't aged. It's not fair. <laughs> I'm over here aging. And she's just yeah. sitting there just still looking the same as she was. Mate, I was gonna try and do like a um a meme relating this back to Smallville, and all it did is make me go back and watch Aqua, which is season five, episode I wanna say four, four. or five. Four. Four. Of Smallville. Yep. Um, where Aquaman shows up for the first time. Yeah. Because I wanted to see if they were even in a scene together. I mean, Clark's first run-in was underwater. Yeah, and they sure were in a scene together uh, with Aquaman shirtless looking all bloody ripped. It's amazing he how he's gone from that to then you're like, oh, he's, he's, he's peak, like he can't get any bigger. Then you see him as Hawk and it's like, Okay, that's peak. Like he definitely can't. And now he's reaching. And it's like, hey, what's next? Is he going to look is, like Schwarzenegger? Is there another level? Is the question? Like, is he going to come into season two of Reacher looking like Arnold? Has amazing genetics. This I just don't understand. He's just getting bigger and bigger. Just yeah, paint him it's... green and cast him as the Hulk next. Oh uh, yeah, they won't need any CG at all. Um, Colossus. Oh yes. There you go. Oh, in a heartbeat. No, you know what? Um. I mean, him it and Cardmore look very similar, though. No. Um, Eddie Brock. Oh, real Eddie Brock? Yeah. I could see him as Eddie Brock. And then you wouldn't need to buff him up. No, what about... um? When you oh, no, because he's him. too old now. You could just put Venom straight on him. I was going to say, who did, man, who did Joe play? Flash. Flash. So yeah, but he's too Flash. old. Yeah. No, but Brock would be solid. Like, he'd be... Is Brock that big? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like in the um. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> in the cartoon, <laughs> it's comic, when he again. first gets done by Peter Parker and like exposed, he just goes and hits the roids. Oh wow! And starts like smashing weights to pictures of, you know, of Peter Parker, pretty much <laughs> like as fuel <laughs> that he's going to go kill him. Like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, man. Like, oh man, out of Richard and Brock, do it. Anyway. Um, back to it. Let's let's jump to so Kristen Krug playing Hubble's it's wife. It's Lana. Say it right. Sorry. Lana playing Hubble's wife, Charlie. Thank you. Interesting change from the book here. Right. And it's the last one I'm gonna drop on you. It's not, because you're gonna keep doing it. I'm telling you now. The children. What about them? In the book it's a boy and a girl. Oh, the two girls now. I was like, why does that change need to happen? Eh, it doesn't matter. I don't care about it, to be honest. Well, I don't understand it. And they're not going to show up in season two. I'm like, did you just have two sisters? And not because they died. And you were like, oh, well, easier to cast the two sisters together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't know why that change happened, but whatevs. Um, does it make them more vulnerable when they're running away? I don't know. I mean, anyway. in the grand scheme of things, the only person that will be in season two is Reacher. That's it. Maybe Neagley. Yes, Negley will stay. Yes, fair point. Yeah. 
Negley will stay. If there's any flashbacks, obviously it'll be the same people. Yeah. But, but I don't the, think there's anyone here that I mean. Look, the idea of Roscoe will show up, I guess. See, the idea of the Reacher books is that you don't actually need to read them in any order. They don't... Like, the only ones you really need to read in order is they did a couple of prequels. Yeah. That happened before, which was showing him growing up, which we actually saw in the flashbacks here. So, you can pick up any book, essentially, and it's a self-contained story. And I hope that's what they do with the seasons because I don't think there'll be many shows out there like it that do that, that just change the whole cast in the next season. Yeah, it'd feel quite like an anthology series. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd be all for it. Just have him go to a different town and here we go again. That's it, and that's the books. Yeah. Um, Keen for that, absolutely keen for that. Um, You know who I could see While we're talking about Nigley, though, Maria Sten did an incredible job. Yes. Like, like, just not just in her... She's as badass as he is. Her movements with a with a gun, yeah. Like how she sweeped through rooms, all of that. You believed she's had training. You know who I could see this crossing over with, though. Who's that? Justified. In a serious <laughs> note, no, like a serious note. I could see these two being like in the same universe. That'd be a heck of a conversation. Like I'd love to sit on a wall. Or Alan Richardson and Timothy Oliphant just pull apart a crime scene. Oh, it'd be wicked, wouldn't it? Right. Like you'd have, having like you'd have Raylan wanting to quick draw people and, and Reacher just Reacher be running in, hitting people with elbows, ramming his elbows <laughs> through people. Yeah, You're throwing people yeah. for for Raylan just to quick draw them. Yeah, or luring <laughs> them in somewhere and then coming up behind them. Yeah. Oh, it'd be yeah. great. Great yeah. crossover that needs to happen right now. Yeah, but what did happen was that um, Charlie gets put into witness protection which brings in Picard. So Picard, Martin Roach. I thought he was going to be good. I really did. I didn't think he was going to be a bad guy. Yeah, I was the other way. Until, see, and I think that's why I wanted him to be good because it happened so much. I'm like, they can't be that predictable. Yeah, yeah. And that, was, that was, just, was basically what it was. I was time being like, this dude's this dude's dodgy, but he didn't do anything dodgy. No, that's the thing. Gave, like he did everything gave right. Off dodginess. <laughs> no, it was um, the meeting with the DC person because they only told Picard about that. Yeah, and there was something else that he got ahead of that you were like only Picard knew about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the house, the safe house that they went to. Yeah. Yeah, once he left. And the bad, yeah, the ones he left and um, Roscoe was there, the bad guy showed up. It's like, yeah, that could have been explained that the bad guys followed her. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. So, look, we've done a terrible job putting this together, but ideally, Reacher is just going through trying to solve his brother's murder. Yeah. And doesn't really care about the other stuff happening. It's not until he realizes that what was happening is why Joe was killed. So that's an awful that, amount of farm feed. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> on it like that's. There's something here, and no one's taking it. He's like, mm. I just don't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> Do not say the farm feed again. 
It's just a lot. This is. I just want to touch on that for a second. Not the farm feed, but the comedy. I was not expecting to laugh as much as I did during this. Well, Reach is a funny man. His dry humor is very, very good. But I, I was feeling like I was getting John Wick, and I don't laugh this much in John Wick. No, I don't think you laugh at all in John Wick, do you? Not the first um, one. Oh, there's situations he gets into where you laugh, but. I still remember it, like, there was a laugh out loud moment in John Wick where he gets out of the church and he shoots the dude, shoots the driver with a shotgun and the, the dad's like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> and mm. then gets out of the car and then gives up his son. I yeah. thought that, that was a funny moment. He's like, oh no, okay, 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 calm down, calm down. <laughs> He's got a shotgun <laughs> pointed at his head. Yeah, calm down. Through the windscreen. <laughs> um, look, Stevenson. I want to talk about Stevenson for a second. Jonathan uh, Konskin, I think it is. I don't know how to pronounce that. You're a Viking. You should be able to do that. That scene, I didn't like. Which one? Him and his missus. Oh, no. Right? It's as soon as... And I said to my missus, as soon as they were talking about her being pregnant, I was like, oh, no, they're, they're all dead. Die. They're all dead. And he yeah. was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. He wasn't a bad guy. And he just wanted to help. Yeah. That was heartbreaking, wasn't it? He, it was just, and then as and soon the as way Reacher kept focusing on, there was three of them. Yeah. As soon as we saw the crime scene, before it was yeah. broken down by Reacher, I'm like, I know exactly what they've done here. Yeah, it was awful. This is a um, oh, law-abiding citizen style. Yeah. He made him watch what was happening. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Um, can we talk about Kleiner Senior though, Curry Graham? Didn't as, as soon as he showed up. Didn't I knew he was a bad guy. Doesn't he have Lex Fields? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. But I knew he and, was a bad guy straight he's away. A, he's absolutely, and I'm sorry if this is degrading to him, but he is a budget Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I'll give like, you that. If you want Kevin Spacey, but you, you call, can't afford Kevin K Spacey. You call him. You go to Carrie Gray and yeah. you're like, hey man. <laughs> What are you doing? Would you like what to come be Lex Luthor on TV? And that's Titans why I is hiring. Good Lex, you know? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be angry with that. I would not be angry if he showed up as Lex in Titans. Nah, not at all. You know. Um. Anyway, Curry Graham. Um, well, he won't he be back arc? in Reacher. Uh, I don't think so. He's he's one of those guys that's just his face is in everything. You know what's funny is he he can't be Lex in Titans. I'm looking through his thing. He was already in an episode. See, he's he, been in everything. He played a guy named Stu. <laughs> oh, they wasted him. In the episode Fauxhawk. <laughs> so he was he was in with Hawk, I'm guessing. Hey, guess what? He was also in Arrow. Derek King rest. This guy's been in so many things. He was in the episode where Hawk's in the fight club. Oh, wow. So he's already played with Alan Richardson across already. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's anyway, so funny. That's what I mean. He's, you go through his credits list. You're like, oh, he was in that. Oh, yeah, he was in that. Like, he was that guy. And mm. we've spoken about those sort of people before. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, Westworld. You don't want to be that guy. Did a fair bit of Westworld stuff. He's Anyway, there's been a lot of stuff. Um, he was an agent, Graham, Agent Carter. There you go. Calvin Chadwick. Um, 
but nice little misdirect because gets a Venezuelan necktie. Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna die. I no. thought you know, when when they came when what's his name? Um, oh, what I, when Finley was breaking into the property. Yeah, I thought he was gonna open the door, and there was gonna be him with a gun pointed at him, like he'd spotted him coming in. Didn't think it was going to be him dead. It felt like a massive misdirect. Didn't, I was like, didn't wow, see well that done. coming. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming at all. And that's what I love when shows like this can do that kind of stuff for you. You know what you can't do now, though? What's that? You can only listen to the audiobook of this, this, this story. Well, it depends because there's like 26 audiobooks. Yeah, but you can't so, because if you go through them all, you're going to know what's going to happen in the next season. I just need to find what the next one's based off and not do that one. <laughs> They're not going to tell you. If I can just find out. They're please, not going to tell Richardson, you because it will... Please it, tell me. <laughs> it will ruin what the story that they're playing. So you can't. You can listen to this one, then you're going to have to wait. No, I won't. You have to. <laughs> I'm going through a what? No, you have to. What, what if I do the prequels? No. <laughs> you, have, you have to wait. And then the reason you have to wait is because... Then for each season we break down, you can then marry it up with the books and what was different. Do you reckon this will be a year? I reckon it'll be season a season a year, yeah. So you got to wait. Yeah. So listen to this, fifteen hours, then stop. Can't do it. No more. You have to. No. You have to. You have to make the pledge. Can't make that pledge. You're gonna ruin it for yourself. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will, and I'm willing to do that. Look, I did it with The Witcher as well. It's happening. Yeah, you're disgusting. Yeah, I just I like I like it. Um, but the best thing is now I just picture Alice and Richard as a Reacher, and it's all I see. Like, it's just, he is Reacher. It's like the Witcher, you picture Henry. Yeah, you have to. Um, all right, so look, we, we've gone through We've gone through all the stuff we love. Can I just say, side quest with rescuing the dog? I knew, I that. knew, I knew. As soon as I said, I'm like, ah, oh, Anthony's going to love this. <laughs> I knew straight away. As soon as the dog showed up and he was feeding it and that, and I knew that guy was getting punched in the head. You can't. Not, but like then Finley a with dog lover. But then Finley helping as well. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, and it's the one thing the that dog? it's the one thing that brought them together. And then he calls it Jack. It's like perfect and gives it a tweed collar. <laughs> but the way he says it, he's like, "I called it Jack. You're not using it, so yeah." <laughs> it's like that's awesome. And well, Reach's face say, when he I said was it, it's like that's when Reach saw the tweed collar, he'd be like, "Well, you're abusing this dog with a collar too." <laughs> Bang punch <laughs> this dog has gone through enough <laughs> no that was um that i love that little side story like i don't know if that happened in the books i don't i haven't seen that happening yet but if that's just for the show i love it i think there was oh, another was there's brilliant. another little moment that i remember that i absolutely loved and it was when he goes to talk to the person where was it in the police station and he notices the cop is out of the army as well. Yeah. And then he goes up and explains to him what's going on, who he is, tells him exactly who he is, he's ranking everything. straight away. And it's like, that's just that bond that army guys have. That's it. And that that being Reacher was such a high, he's a major, so he's not going to bullshit you. And he's willing to just go, yeah, no worries, let's go. just goes, like, he's like, oh, you outrank everyone here in my opinion. Yeah. You're better like, than everyone in this police station. I'm like, going to listen to you. He's got superior officers in that 
police station. He's like, oh no, Richard told me to do this. So yeah. I'm going to do that. I I've love a, that. that I've fantastic. got a major from the army telling me to do this. So I'm going to listen. You then get him going back to that guy as well. Yeah. Like it's not just a phone call. It's a, I'm going to go back and tell him like that was fantastic. Um, And then him killing that Venezuelan in that alleyway scene as well was fantastic. The, what did he say? I went. I was just hanging around or something like that. Yeah, oh, I left him. Left him hanging out. Yeah, just left him like hanging around. It's like, oh no. Oh man, that was brutal. What a way to kill someone. Jeez, all his weight on it too. Yeah, because he snapped his leg around the bar. Yeah. So he could use him like that. Like he planned that whole thing. That was brutal. He snaps That's his really leg in between brutal. the bar so it gets locked in there and then just jumps over and. God, can you imagine like the police finding that dude then, then being like, "We have to break this scene down. What happened? Oh my god! <laughs> How? What? What the hell is happening? There's at least three yeah. people here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even that, like the very first scene where you hear him breaking down that actually it was three people because of their psychology and yeah, all that kind of stuff. You get a very early indication into what Reacher is capable of. And the how subsonic bullets, so they yeah. use a suppressor. Yeah, that was. That was on. They're professionals. Um, They've picked up the casings. I, I wanna I wanna jump to when they get back from Alabama or wherever they were, and they find out that the guys have come to Roscoe's house. And you get like the see you soon on the back of the door. Yep. I think that was episode two. I can't remember. It's no, all I think it was blending. like episode three or four. It's all blending. It's all blending. <laughs> um Right, so this is where, how I said the difference between the characters of Roscoe in the book versus Roscoe in the TV show. Yeah. You know how he's staring at her and she's like, if you're just waiting for me to break down, you can keep waiting because it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pissed off and I'm angry and I can handle myself. Yep. In the book, he's waiting for her to break down. She breaks down and cries into his chest. Oh, wow. And then he waits for her to get through it. He helps her through it. I like this Roscoe better. Yes, definitely. Because she's this a isn't, badass. This isn't a whole like you know, uh, girl power thing. This is a, this is a. I feel like if you're a cop, your training is to solve the problem. But not only that, she's a tough. She's a tough sob. Yeah, she's been through it. You know, I. That's a change where I'm like, yeah, they've, once again, the TV series has been, written. A little better than this book. Like, obviously, Lee Child's done an amazing job. They've taken all their inspiration from him, and all the stuff that's like. I guarantee there was there was no character changes that they didn't go to him about. Oh, of course. Considering he was in the show, don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't. Where was he? He was. I'm pretty sure it was the last episode. Reacher walks into the diner. The guy. There's a guy that walks past him. Is that him? And said he says something to him as he's as. Reacher's walking in and the guy's walking out. All right, he says so, something to Reacher. That's Lee Child. All right, because I turned my partner, right? We didn't know that. And we're like, what's up with that? Who's that dude? Because the camera lingered on him. That's the boss man. And my partner goes, I swear he was at a crime scene earlier. He was outside the house when I think it was Morrison's house after Chief Morrison gets done and there's people outside the crime scene. Yeah. She's like, he was there too. So we're thinking like, no, nah, that, that, would, that would have been a different dude. Yeah. Because I'm uh, pretty sure that was his only spot that he was in. And it was just like a nice little hmm. take that. There he is. There's the boss awesome, man. Though. It was the same he showed up in 
don't know if he was in the first Reacher movie with Tom Cruise, but he was in the second one. He played a, I think, a security guard that Reacher talks to. So it's sort of like a Stan Lee moment. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic, man. And he may show up Um, in the second season as well. So can we jump to the season finale here? Because it's all it all leads to it, obviously. The way they do kinda like what Hawkeye did, where you isolated the fight scenes for how personal it is. Yep. So you get Finley versus Picard. Yeah. Yeah. You get uh Teal versus Roscoe. Yep. And then KJ versus Reacher. You know, it's a I really loved, cool way of... I love the dynamic between um, Roscoe versus Teal as well. Mm. So you had someone small who could fight, but then you had someone bigger who had power. Yeah. So it was sort yeah. of a direct opposite style of fighting. Yeah, and, and I mean, obviously, like I said, it harkened me back to Hawkeye earlier in the year because that felt like Kingpin versus um, Hawkeye, uh, K. Bishop. Yeah. You know, that different kind of, you're being overpowered, but you've got the maneuverability. Um, I, I, th- I think it was a bit of a... Where it, w- it occurred to her that Grey was hit with the club. The yeah, diamond. yeah. And there's just no filter there. She just runs in there and socks him. <laughs> it's so good. That was fantastic. Straight back to the office and bang. Bang. <laughs> just I've been hanging out with just, Rachel too long. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He's rubbed off on you in more ways than one. Um, and that's that's it. That was awful. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Um, so the finale, we've got the going through the warehouse, lighting up the warehouse to get their attention as well. It was fantastic. Um, Meagerly taking her shots to take out the sentries and Finley asking if she needs help. Yep. She's like, do you have experience with long-range firearms? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, well, I do, so I'll just take out them. I'll, I'll do this. This is this yeah. is me. That was fantastic. Um, and then obviously getting Charlie and the kids out, Hubble going through doing that. I love that Paul's growth from I'm scared to be in prison to I'll do this to save my family. Like that was that was fantastic as well to watch. That last scene, though, I loved it, but also it felt less like the show I'd been watching. Does that make sense at all? What do you mean? So I felt like I'd just been watching a really grounded show. Yeah. And then it got to this warehouse scene and we had fiery explosions and guns everywhere and like... They flipped the switch there and turned it up, which was fantastic, but it didn't feel like I was watching Reacher anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I still loved it, but for it to end on that note did feel like a little bit of a, um, like, you know, when you, all right, you know what? This is going to be a weird analogy, but we're here for it. You ready for Uh-oh. this? Uh-oh. I don't know if I am. When you're eating a dinner, do you save something that tastes really good till last? Like, do you go through, like, see you eating, like, really good piece of steak with veggies and everything. You're like, actually... I eat the veggies first. Yeah, but then you're like, this tastes really good. If I save a bite of this till last, then I'll have that savouring after I finish my dinner. Nah, I don't think about it that hard. Oh, I do. So (laughs) I always have, like, a last (laughs) bite that I'm like, this is really good. I'm going to save this little bit till last. Right? 
that's what it felt like I didn't get in this. I didn't finish it on what I was enjoying. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And that that's where it kind of, like I loved how it ended. It was good, but it was, didn't feel like Reacher when it ended. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they tried to wrap everything up to be a big finale or if they said, we don't know if we're getting season two, this might just be all we get. So go out with a bang, wrap it all up, burn it all, go. Oh, I think it was always going to go like that. It was a setup to fireworks and they were the fireworks. Yeah. Um, of course, being in a paper factory was probably always going to happen. Yeah. It was always going to um, go boom. Yeah. But anyway, look, don't. that's not me bagging out the show or anything. I loved the show. That's what I'm taking away from it. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking away that you hated it. Worst show ever. Yeah, yeah. Not signing in for season two. Not going to listen to any more audio books. Hey, look, Bear, well, we're a couple of days into February and this is the best show of the year. Right? Oh, for sure. Easily. Like, and this this trumps Mando and... Yeah, Mando. Because that was really look, the only for show. For me, it's year, probably going to be, yeah. No, I mean, Boba Fett, it was. It was still Mando. <laughs> but it was when, Mando season 2.5. Look, Peacemaker... It's better than Peacemaker. Yeah, but Peacemaker's really good. Mm, Peacemaker's great. Let's not take away from that. Yeah, you know. So I don't know what's to come this year. Ted Lasso might push it for me. No, better um, than Ted Lasso. But either way, the boys as well. Better than that. Keen for season more. two. Just give us Let's more. Give us more. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. I think that's everything. You got anything you want to cover, man? No, it was beautiful and I loved it. It was beautiful. It was exactly I what it. I hoped it to be. We got everything we wanted. Guys, if you've gotten through this and you haven't watched it yet, I don't know why you listened to this, but go watch it. But thanks for listening. We do appreciate yeah. it. If you enjoyed it and you've listened to this because you wanted more, join us and watch it again because I'm probably going to. Yeah, I'll be honest sure. with you. I'll watch I'm it again before season again. two drops. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and hey, if you're listening to this because you want to refresh your memory before season two starts. So if this is 2023 right now, as season two is about to start, welcome to the future. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and all you need to know is that Reacher went through some crap where his brother was killed. He solved their murder and he's off to the next town. And he's going to go fight more people and we want to see him backhand and elbow and headbutt everyone else. Yeah, definitely. And ambush people. And, and slap behind. someone. I, that, I can't get over that slap. That slap. Because it was KJ slap, wasn't it? Yeah. It was beautiful. That was beautiful. And, and break more more things in his wrist to get out of them. That was pretty impressive. Just break everything. Yeah. Break more of and everything. Alan Richardson, if you're listening, you're amazing. Stop working out, please. You're putting us all to shame. No, don't stop. Just keep going. I don't need him to get any bigger. Get bigger. Really don't. Please don't. And we love you. <laughs> this giant man will devour us all. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye.